Good morning, everybody! And welcome to this week's edition of the announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. Anybody remember this song from 1985? It's the week of June 19th, 2022. A big congratulations goes out to Zach Kelly. Zach's out of Region 15. He was selected as the winner of the gift card for last week. So, Zach, be on the lookout for your work email. You'll have an Amazon gift card coming your way. So, let's go ahead and get in the announcements. Let's start with the success story. Uh, Beth Harms provided this, uh, and the worker was Carol Arnett. Carol was working with a family that had been attempting to find mental health services for their child. Their child had behavioral testing done when he was around two years old, but they had difficulty finding follow-up assistance with possible autism diagnosis. Carol was able to get them into the appointment with Peyton Manning Psych Psychiatric Children's Hospital, and through them was able to get a referral to Riley's Hospital for autism testing. The little boy had an appointment within two weeks. They had been trying for years to get extra support and hadn't been able to until our interventions helped them get that done. Well, it's a great, great to hear. Naming beneficiaries, if you're a full-time employee and have been, and been here longer than 90 days, you are provided with a $15,000 life insurance policy from IHPS. If you haven't already, you should be, have a beneficiary listed for this policy. This is someone that would receive the funds should something unfortunate happen to you. If you haven't designated someone or like an uh, update to the individual due to a marriage or any other life event, please contact Susan Minkarski and HR for assistance. Naming beneficiaries for 401k and life insurance policies is a very important task that you obviously need to do. As 4th of July approaches, please remind families that no fireworks are permitted to be used during any IHBS activities. This includes sparklers and poppers. There are many other safe and family-friendly activities that they can engage in to celebrate the 4th. Please help your families plan ahead and discuss the hazards that are associated with fireworks. Other family-friendly activities include baking 4th of July themed goodies, creating a 4th of July wand, coloring pictures of fireworks for Independence Day, playing yard games, tie-dyeing shirts, a lot of other activities that um, are not fireworks. And like I said, no fireworks are allowed to be used during any of our sessions, so please keep that in mind as we approach the 4th. PTO. PTO must be entered in Canopy and CTT in order for that to be paid out to you. As of August 1st, the billing department will no longer reach out to remind employees to enter their time into CTT. This includes salaried staff, team leaders, directors, hourly employees. If you're unsure how to enter PTO, please review the process with your team leader or the HR department. This is very important. It must be entered into Canopy and CTT, so make sure you're doing that going forward. It should have been going this way, but we're seeing a lot of evidence that's not. Um, it's causing a lot of uh, work to be done on the billing department's end. It's not really necessary, so please make sure if you take PTO, you're putting in this uh, canopy and CTT. The Indiana Family of S and Social Services Administration's Division of Mental Health and Addiction announced they have launched the Recovery Capital Index which is designed to measure the sum of resources necessary for an individual to initiate and sustain recovery from addiction and help track the overall recovery capital of the state and communities. FSSA encourages all Hoosiers to participate in a survey to measure addiction treatment, recovery resources in Indiana. There is a phone number that you can text 
and uh, we can't you can't do this on your text uh, through your work phone and there's a QR code that will be attached to the announcements as always announcements are always on um, Casewin under um, resources and then there's a link for announcements they're always there but you can text 833-638-3784 to participate in this survey um, don't have to be in recovery to take this they're encouraging all Indiana residents to take this survey uh, it's voluntary you don't have to do it but it is uh, the state of Indiana is asking for people to do it 81 questions takes only uh, 15 minutes or so again it's not mandatory uh, but it is helpful as it wants all Indiana residents to take part to encourage uh, encourage our clients to participate as well as we continue to manage various supply chain shortages inflation and shortage of resources it's imperative that we explore with our clients how they are ensuring their needs and the needs of their children are being met not only must we expose them to local resources but we also must provide extensive budgeting nutrition education meal planning and sustainability information and education on Casewind, if you go to resources and then go to online documents you're going to find resource guides to assist in accessing concrete supports in the community Additionally, you can find budgeting interventions in Appendix 61 and page uh, 75 uh, in the Field Staff Practice Guide. Again, you go to Casewind, Resources, Online Documents, and then Field Staff Practice Guide. Please continue to act with urgency and explore and adapt how we can meet the needs of families we work with. Purdue Extensions, another great resource for nutrition guidance. Um, comparative shopping is very important. Um, we know we, we, we want to with, with the prices being higher comparative shopping is very important to get more uh, get more uh, uh, bang for your buck as they say so helping clients do some budgeting and comparative shopping is very important during these times that we're going through right now look before you lock every 10 days across the United States a child dies while unattended in a hot car it only takes a few minutes for a car to heat up and become deadly to a child inside. As summer temperatures rise, more kids are at risk. The death toll this summer has already exceeded 20 children. I just saw an article in the newspaper just, just yesterday where it uh, occurred in Texas. Um, this can happen to anyone, and unfortunately the tragedy happened to a professor here at the University of Southern Indiana uh, last year or a couple summers ago. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are. It's, it's something that um, you know people believe, sometimes think, I can't believe someone can do that, but it's happening. And it's happening a lot. We ask you to act, and that's an acronym. Acronym. The A would be avoid heat stroke related injury and death by never leaving your child alone in a car, not even for a minute. And make sure to keep your car locked when you're not in it so kids don't get in there on their own. The C of act is create reminders by putting something in the back of your car next, next to your child, such as a briefcase, a purse, or a cell phone that is needed at your final destination. This is especially important if you're not following a normal routine, and that's a lot of times when these things happen when people are out of the routine and they got their mind. The one that I just read about, um, family was preparing for a birthday party. They came back. The a parent assumed that the like the two-year-old uh, was removed from the car seat by the eight-year-old. The eight-year-old got out. Everyone left, and this was in the Texas heat, and it didn't take very long for tragedy to strike. And the T of act is to take action. If you see the child alone in a car, call 911. Emergency personnel want your call. They are trained to respond to these situations. One call could save a life. Of course, in the course of your work at IHBS, it is never okay to leave a child in a car alone, regardless of the situation or age of the child. 
even if it's to run in the office for 10 seconds to grab some documentation, it is never okay to leave a child in a car alone in the course of your work at IHBS. And as always, teach parents to act and always look before you lock. Again, we're having another hot week upon us here. Um, please make sure to pause and see which clients in your caseload don't have access to air conditioning or at least fans to move the air around. We all need to keep an ear out for cooling stations being announced. If there are clients without access to AC or fans, please be sure to make, bring these to the uh, cases to the attention so we can assess if at all possible. These extreme heats are pretty difficult, but especially those for the very young and very old or those that have respiratory issues. It's important to, to note that infants specifically are at a higher risk for SIDS if they get too hot during sleep. Remind caregivers not to overbundle their babies and to watch for signs of overheating, sweating, or infant's chest feeling hot to the touch. It's also a good time to remind caregivers never to cover an infant's face and to keep their heads, and to keep their heads uncovered during sleep time. Something else thinking about when it gets this hard, uh, that it gets this hot out, it is hard to keep uh, our cars as cool as we'd like them to be, especially when you're initially in car seats uh, and using car seats when we get in the vehicle. Make sure that uh, we're not touching kids with the hot metal pieces of, uh, of these car seats so they don't get burned. Those get very, very hot. It's also thinking about where you're placing an infant since those in any rear-facing child. It is going to be more difficult for air to get to those younger children that are rear-facing car seats. Um, it's probably best that they do not sit right behind the driver. And it's also important to make sure that you are pointing other um, air conditioning um, outlets so the air is getting dispersed around the whole car and not just specifically um, designed to be aimed at just any one person. That would make the air difficult to get to the back. So make sure you're thinking of that and keeping those things in mind with the kids in the vehicle. Try to keep them in the middle. Middle is always safest, but try, or if not, keep them opposite of you and make sure the air is being dispersed amongst the whole vehicle. It's also an important time when it gets hot. A lot, of, a lot of families and children like to go to swimming pools or lakes and things like that. It's always important, especially if you have clients that live in, say, apartment complexes. A lot of those have runoffs that have created small ponds or lakes. Make sure you're always training and coaching parents on the possibility of drowning. It only takes a second or two for a child to get out of sight for them to jump in that uh, appealing body of water. Drowning is typically silent. There's a lot of times very little splashing, waving, or screaming. Watching a child in the water is your responsibility. If you're in a place that has a lifeguard, they are there to help and assist, but always make sure that it's not completely absolve the, the parent or the caregiver of responsibility of watching the child. Drowning also is very quick. For small children, once a child begins to struggle, you may have less than a minute to react. And if at all possible, Look for resources for small children to get into swim lessons if that's, if that's possible at all. The most important thing is supervision. Make sure parents are not leaving their children alone around bodies of water. We continue through Pride Month. We want to acknowledge uh, Pride Month and show our support for our team members in the LGBTQIA community. Pride did start in 1969 because of the Stonewall riots in New York City. In June of that year, patrons and supporters of the Stonewall Inn staged an uprising to resist the harassment and persecution to which LGBTQ Americans were commonly subjected. This uprising marked the, the beginning of movement to outlaw discriminatory, discriminatory laws and practices, practices against LGBTQ Americans. There are a lot, a lot of resources if you're working with uh, children um, who have disclosed, and again, we never want to disclose 
the orientation of anybody in, on, our, on our caseload, but we have a lot of resources that could be available on our announcements. Again, go to, go to Casewind and Resources and Announcements, and you'll see things from the childwelfare.gov. You'll see things from the trevorproject.org, and you'll see things from the APA.org, which is the American Psychological Association. But these all offer resources to help families, help children who are in the LGBTQ community, to help support them during this time. Always remember IHBS does have a diversity committee that's created for anonymous feedback, questions, comments, or concerns regarding cultural diversity and equity and inclusion. We have a survey uh, that's on the front page of Casewind as always if you wanna lend your voice to that. We're now just about a what, uh, nine, eight, eight, nine days from July. If you're a participant in our 401k program, which means that you'd have to be an employee with IHBS for 12 months as of July 1st, 2022, you're eligible for the 401k program. I know this is kind of a, a scary time for uh, to being in retirement plans and 401k plans. It's not uncommon for it to be a roller coaster ride at times. It's also highly encourageable to reach out to experts, and we have one here that can help you. His name is Jason London. He's with Old National Wealth Management. He is there to help and guide you with your 401k plan. Jason London can be reached at 812-464-1348. You can also contact Jason by email. It is jasen.london, just like England, jason.london at oldnational.com. All changes to your plan must be entered before July 1st, 2022, in order to take effect during that either first or second pay of July. If you have any questions in general about 401k, please reach out to Gary Emmons, 812-598-7448. Let's go through a few things from uh, some of our staff cafes, parent cafes, recovery community cafes. Make sure you have these uh, hanging around your office. If you don't see any of these at your office, make sure you reach out to your supervisor. We do have an upcoming staff cafe on Thursday, June 30th. It's at 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern. Staff Cafe is a relaxed, judgment-free opportunity for IHBS team members to connect and build professional and personal vitality. This is just for our staff. The topic this month is Sound Mind, Sound Body. There is a QR code um, there on the flyer. It is hosted on Zoom, usually lasts about an hour, but it's a great way for IHBS employees to connect, learn from one another, and like I said, the topic this month is Sound Mind, Sound Body. The Recovery Community Cafe series is continuing for the summer months. Recovery Community Cafe is a virtual eight-week series that helps individuals in recovery from substance use connect with a supportive community and build resiliency. Each week, we talk through a new element of recovery, how does, uh, how does showing up uh, in our personal lives and what is needed to be successful. All ages and stages of recovery are welcome, as well as those who are supporting someone in recovery. Virtual meetings will be held on Zoom occurring on Tuesday evenings from 5.30 to 7 Central, 6.30 to 8 Eastern. Meetings are going to start July 12th. They will run through. The last one is on August 30th. And the topic for the July 12th meeting is our self-identity, awareness, and esteem. Again, it's a great series uh, led by Amanda Colvin and Deb Cooper. Uh, they do a great job with these, provide a great resource to those in recovery. If you have questions about that, reach out to Amanda or Deb. There's also a QR code on this flyer for the summer series of the Recovery 
Community Cafe. We got July Parent Cafes coming up. Gamify your parenting. We know how much most kids love video games. It's going to be help parents with that type of uh, parenting. Zoom schedule is going to be held on Tuesday, July 12th from 11 to 12.30 Central or 12 to 1.30 Eastern. And then again on Thursday, July 14th, 5.30 to 7 Central, 6.30 to 8 Eastern Time. Again, it's on Gamify Your Parenting. Any questions about Parent Cafe, find them on Facebook at IHBS Parent Cafe or reach out to Deb Cooper, 483-8369. Well, guys, uh, last thing I want to mention is obviously the 4th of, uh, 4th of July holiday is upcoming. 4th of July is on Monday this year. So Monday, July 4th is going to be the, uh, the day that DCS and IHBS will close offices for acknowledgement and celebration on the 4th of July. All documentation for the week for the week prior to the 4th of July is due at the normal time, so Monday at 8. Obviously, if you're Monday through Friday or if you're on a flex schedule, your holiday will be observed on Monday, July the 4th. If you have a Tuesday through Saturday schedule, your holiday will be, uh, be on Tuesday, July the 5th. If your work days are Sunday through Thursday or Sunday through Wednesday, you'll be off on Monday, July the 4th as well. If you're on more of a shorter schedule, you may have to work an additional day that week to ensure your client's needs are met. It is possible we could be looking for, also looking for um, volunteers to work that day, potentially. Reach out to your supervisor if you want to volunteer. But otherwise, Monday, July 4th will be the holiday for most. Tuesday through Saturday, we'll have that on July the 5th. Make sure you put the holiday on your CTT for that particular week. That's important to do as well for all staff. And that's going to do it, guys. Thank you for doing what you do. Appreciate every single one of you that are listening. If you listen, encourage others to listen. There's a lot of good information in these announcements. So make sure you're encouraging others to listen as well. Have a great week. Take care, take care of these children and clients. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week.